Hello, I'm Rory Bond. You are listening to He Put Ned Fed to Bed, live from Dan's kitchen. I've got uh, Dan Burnett with me. How do Because it would be odd if we went to his kitchen without him. And I've got William Kajani. Hello. William Kajani's looking mighty fine. William Kajani's going to be a university student soon. So um, we'll be seeing less of him, which is always a good thing. <laughs> um, Can I, I was going to say something. Someone I've just noticed, we're all drinking Coke cans. We look like the judges off American Idol. We do, but we don't, or any other soft drink, Dan the listener any other soft drink is acceptable um we've got an opening question from uh, somebody on the football weekly extra page with um, giant i forgot what it was um it's james mcdonald who has given us the excellent and very apt question of should the away goals rule be scrapped in the european competition um should the away that's a mighty fine question that is a mighty fine question dan Burnett, do you have any thoughts on this i don't Okay. I mean, it's well, <laughs> this question was only asked a couple of minutes ago, and it's been oh, I've just been trying. I mean, to for for me, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of know. upsets based on away goals. I'm trying to think. I mean, then we we come on to the fact of Russia. This is how we get onto Russia yeah. because to go away to <laughs> Russia is always bigged up on Sky. Um, today's the Champions League draw, and somebody. I said I would have Zenit in our group. I know a lot of people have this sort of fake sort of fear of going to Russia didn't when everybody out, wins there. Didn't they knock you out of the um, European? At Anfield. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do much longer <laughs> there. There's this, there's this fear of going to Russia or the Ukraine or... I don't think it affects well, them that much, if I'm honest. You have a fear of going to <laughs> well, Russia. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it affects the modern footballer as much as we think because half of them have played somewhere else it's not like back in 60s 70s where some of them went on holiday in Blackpool still so should away goal is getting an away goal a big as achievement as it was back then that's what I think we have to ask and for me not as much now I would say I'd agree with you but that's because um, teams there's like a growing super elite now of European clubs who can yeah. compete with the best in the home and away basis. In my opinion, the away goal rules should count purely because home advantage in football is still massive. It, yeah, I know I mean, what you some, mean. There are a few sports maybe that have an edge over it, but just statistically looking at it, home advantage is that big. Like, I think it's good and enterprising to reward it. I still uh, and I believe it promotes... It promotes um, non-total defensive football. Yeah, yeah I, I do see what you mean. I think it's too much weight carried on the play that when you go away from home, mm. it's sort of you're going to play differently, especially with the away goals counting. Is that a fear? Would it benefit the football if you, if to you not scrap, to scrap you, away goals? If you scrap the football, though, you would literally have, and I'm, I'm guessing there will be at least some coaches and some teams of a respectable standing upwards who would go sit deep, yeah. knowing that, um, that, that yeah, that that's what I'm was. saying. So if if we scrap that, would that not be the case anymore? Uh, no, it'd be the case even more. Because you wouldn't have a reason to really go because all the goals are count equal, and you'd rather some would rather say, chance to love home. It depends on how big your club is. Yeah, you know, but realistically, it might suit. I mean, you went to Besiktas the other day and got a mighty fine. I thought that was a really good result. It was a good result only because we should have lost. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so some good performances in everyone's club's history. I mean, when we went to Juventus and got nil-nil, that was a huge feat not to concede in Turin. Isn't Demba Bar up a shit that's now? Didn't he have a shot from the halfway line from kickoff as yes, well? Yes, he did. Did he? Yes, he did. Do you when Gerard did that against Watford in the cup final? Not cup final. In was it the semi final of was some cup? Yes. Was it? It was. It was the semi final of the league. No, you're thinking of Sabi Alonso's goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sabi Alonso Bayern Munich player. Um, mm. Which we'll come on to that. So away goals to be scrapped for me. The only for me no, just because I think away goals is better than extra time penalties. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's better the more restrictions, and because I think, I mean, if you do get something away, then the team's going to come. I mean, when Chelsea went to Atletico, people sort of ruled that tie up. They're like, they've got nil nil. They sorted it, and Atletico just came and showed them up on their own patch. Yeah. Um, also, it depends on whether some fans will have bad memories of it. You know, obviously, if you want to go back for a major example, let's take that Iniesta goal. In that game, yeah. the one that's where Chelsea were robbed. There's no point looking at it any other way. And um, but that will happen regardless of whether you have the rule there or not. There are going to be some travesties in football. It's the, it's the nature of the game. I don't, and I can't. I just can't think of too many occasions where away goals have decided the tie and they haven't been deserved, either in the playing mm. goal or overall the balance. In the yeah. Yeah, for me it'd be better than having you know X, Y, and Z amount of extra time and penalties in far foreign hands. So I think that's the only reason for me to restrict it to away goals. Yeah, just less less game time than having a sloppy uh, extra time. Plus, also we can't have this system. Plus, it, it is kind of devaluing yeah. it. As yeah, if it suddenly become less of an achievement. I don't think sport. if it was a problem in sport, which I, I know that's not the question what we've been asked, but if it was a problem, yeah, but I mean. Will I be saying this if we're robbed in in the last sixteen Friday? If we get that far, or you are, or that? I mean, well, if you are, so <laughs> so yeah. Have, um, have we ever but, been done by an away goal? Um, I remember back when we were in the Champions League years and years ago. Um, we had the whole game against Porto. You know when that game yeah. with Jose Mourinho ah, ran down the touchline. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was an away goal. The that night that well. it was. Um, but not not an undeserved one. But I think the the defeat is a bit worse, isn't it, than if you had a sort of numerical. lost by two to one. Yeah, mm. for me anyway. Liverpool Chelsea a few years ago. That wasn't the way goal, was it? You know when Luis Garcia had that. Goal? No, no, no. That we won one nil. One nil. Was that, the first, that was the yeah. first leg. Wasn't it? That was the second leg. Oh. I, thought, I always thought there was some other controversy. No, we, we exactly. So we went to Chelsea, and this was a this was a very good Chelsea team. Yeah. Um, and got nil nil. Um, shall we move on? Yeah, yeah. Shall we move on briefly? We're going to talk uh, England. Uh, probably captaincy more than squad. I mean, there's been a couple more uh, call ups. Uh, Chambers has gone straight into the squad. Um, Delph, which um, Ollie Manton's not here to enjoy Every that. Every Villa fan will tell you that's. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I've yeah. read so many tweets yeah. saying that. Yeah, I haven't seen one from Ollie. I don't know if he's said no, that he's yet. Been I think. On to me, yeah, as a pretty much. He's been working. As soon as soon as he finishes work, he'll be right on Twitter saying, oh, yeah. "Delph is the um, Messiah, etc." <laughs> we'll briefly talk. Um, England are playing Norway on the third, which I think is a horrible time for an international break. So this is after three games of the Premier League. Then we've got a week off. 
So for me, I'm not looking forward to it. I think it's England. I think they play Norway on. It's just so odd. On the Wednesday and yeah. Switzerland on the Sunday. I might be wrong. Um, it's one of those um, it, accounting it, games. But it hasn't it? been last year. Do you remember? It was three days before the season started. There was an international. Which was, even worse. was it against Hungary or something like that? So yeah. this is. But it's always international week. This this sort of week of September. It should. It, should it really shouldn't. Be, it, I, I think it should be. No, I don't think it should be. But you've got to think domestic seasons. I mean, surely other leagues will that have started later or earlier will have different feelings. I mean, the Italian but league hasn't even started yet. The so. Italian league starts this coming weekend. Has it not? Oh, no. Of course it hasn't. And Germany started last weekend, so they're having yeah, a... And La Liga as well, so... Yeah, we'll talk about La Liga actually later on. Did anyone watch any of La Liga? Yes. No. I watched a bit of it. I watched a bit of Germany. I don't... I there was some very good stuff on in Germany. There was some very good stuff on in Germany, actually. I don't know quite about the... the I mean, we talked about this on Twitter, about where who's going to finish where and what. Yeah. But um, Leverkusen looked good, and they looked good against Copenhagen. The other yes, night. they did. And there's just that wonderful... That'd be brilliant to watch. I mean, I'm, con- I'm just worried about the one day when Schmidt's formation, because he is so mm. gun for it. It will crash one day. It'll be how they recover from that, but... The firepower they have there is enough to give anybody a good game in their day. I mean, Definitely. Like, I, they're just that kind of team with so much natural talent and pace. It'll be more keeping them down. That's the thing. They've never been a threat in Europe, though, have they? They've always sort of no, got out of a group. But I'd, I'd like to see if they can sort of do... Like, man, this is what I talk about Juventus a lot of the time. Yeah. That they haven't quite done it since again, their recent success. Borussia Dortmund, the side that was winning leagues, was getting beaten all the time. Well, the first, I know, but the first season it was, but then the second season. I think for two seasons they really struggled, and then it came together. Possibly. So So, yeah. Um, Anyway, let's talk. uh, (coughs) Wayne Rooney, New England captain. Is he? Oh, did you? Oh, you've been at work. Sorry. Wayne Rooney's the New England captain. Oh. Is anyone surprised? Anyone I'm not surprised, got any thoughts? But I'm, un- I'm unhappy with the decision. I'm unhappy it's, because it's he's almost, a bit of a. Yeah, I mean, there's all talk about how he's, you know, there's. Like, everyone who isn't a United fan doesn't really sort of appreciate Rooney or doesn't like him, essentially. That's true. For his on and off the field actions. But whatever way you look at it, I think he is the most senior player now in that England squad, now that Gerard and Lampard have both retired. Think about I don't think anyone else played in that Euro 2004 squad. No, but does no right. senior player... I was going to say, does that deserve... I don't think so. I just think it's the kind... Do you not think it's the kind of thing that could burden him? I think... He's not see, got see, the best attitude, that's all I'm no, saying. From what see, I see, he's not... He only got given United captaincy a couple of weeks ago, and I don't think it's changed him as a player, and it hasn't changed the team around him for death. Well, actually, no, he's got worse. But... There's no signs. <laughs> there's no signs from his captaincy at United at the moment to say, yeah, he's a good captain for United. Let's make him captain for England as well, isn't it? it you got ninety-five caps. Did anyone know that? I didn't think he had that many. How old is it? Twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Yeah, because he's he so precocious. He's been, yeah. Yeah. he's been at the top level. Literally, no break off for about. I was going to say ten years. ten years in them legs. I'd say he's going to be an early retirer. If he's been, he's been at the top level since 18, you got to think. Maybe. His, his first... I mean, this is what Wenger said about Fabregas when Fabregas went to Chelsea. Sort of about, you know, you got to think Fabregas was playing, like, quite a lot when he was 15 and 16. 
at a high level, was he not? I know he's regular in the Arsenal since like yeah, but four yeah, but five. Yeah, but we blooded him correctly so that he could have a long same could career. Be, for same could be said about Giggs though, and you know the longevity of his career is true. Not matched by anyone. Gary Speed maybe. Mm, it has happened. It has happened a lot before, and a lot of the pros you're seeing now have all been relatively precocious. I mean, how I know he's okay. I can't give you Messi because he's a different level. Ronaldo, because he's gradually kept on upping his game bit by bit, and he's such a high intensity player. If you look about, he, he's on the. I hate to say this, but I think Ronaldo's on the decline now. The injury's starting to get the better of him. I would I wait think, and see what he's like when another, he's had a clear run. Yeah, I mean, yeah when he keeps getting these interrupted spells of what are still brilliance, but yeah, Messi's had some a... pretty bad scares. Mm. You know, people at La Masia were very worried. I think it was two, three seasons ago. He did something very bad to his fight. And everybody really began to freak out. And then he came back. And, and nothing really had changed. So, and personally, yeah. and personally, going back to the Rooney issue, I just... I think he's the kind of person who needs as little responsibility as possible to have as much influence as he yeah, can. Yeah, sort of let him get on with what he's got, don't give him much more. I don't think he was the right one to give the captaincy to at United, and I think Gary Cahill was just begging for the captaincy for him. Yeah, Cahill, I mean, a lot of, I mean, for me, it would have been, I thought Joe Hart would have been... But at the same time, like you don't even want Joe Hart to be the number one keeper anyway, you want Forster. I, think I don't want him to, I think he will. I don't, I think Joe Hart's brilliant, I think Forster's on, will be better than Joe Hart. I think we will see that, that in one young, season. How much younger is Forster than Hart? I think they're not, about the same age. I think probably that, a bit. Yeah. Forster's quite I think Joe Hart. How has yeah. Forster been doing for Southampton? I haven't watched any Southampton. Southampton, he got man of the match against West Brom on the other weekend. And he was, he's just a giant. He's just brilliant. Well, he's worth £10 million. That shows you all you need. Although it does seem weird that Southampton bought him. When it was the rest of their squad that needed sort of replacement. It was, a, it was an odd decision, actually. Yeah, it was sort of fixing something a, that when there's glaring in a way it was although, holes in it. But well, there were glaring holes compared on it last season. But honestly, looking at that squad, there's going to be no trouble for them. No, I don't. I don't and think. In any, no. any case, if things did get hairy, you know, usually goalkeepers tend to begin to start making. That's just yeah. I don't imagine Cardiff without David Marshall. True. Very good point. But I think, yeah, I think Fred's forced to will be England number one. Soon. So if not Rooney, who would you have instead? I think, I think Joe Hart, while he's still at the top, while he's still at the top of the pile. There's Cahill, and then a lot of it, it's just, I think it's just a new... Idea of giving Cahill. a captain's armband to somebody whose position isn't totally secure. The, but mean, I'd say in England's Cahill. eyes it is. Cahill I'm is, saying in my eyes, I don't think. The, I, at the moment, Cahill is the most... You know, he's the first choice centre back for England at the mm-hmm. moment. I think no one could argue with that. I mean, people keep saying about how if Leighton Baines had had club form at international level, then he'd probably be. Yeah, he'd probably be talking. It's a shame he can't defend as well as he can. Really can't. Can't. A lot actually. of people. He got a hard time after the World Cup. Some points deservedly so. And there's no midfield that has nailed their place in the squad. I mean, at the minute, you can only think that Hart, Cahill. And Rooney are the only ones who are in every every. I, I, I mean, in Hodgson's brain, I don't think um, any other name sort of went into it. I think looking Rooney. at it, yeah, when you got Gerard and uh, Lampard have gone, I suppose. Sort of Terry's gone, and he last twelve months, eighteen months. I think there's enough pressure on Rooney as it is. You know, the amount of. Well, like he's got three hundred thousand pound a week to cushion him. 
well, yeah, they just say, oh, 300 grand a week and you can't do he's, this. It, but that. Rooney's a bit of a stropper. That's the only, that's he, the only thing. He he's is. not, he's, he's, he's sort just... of been ruined by it all at such an early age, I think. Mm. But we'll see how it goes. I, I mean, captaincy at this, at this really... point, I don't think he's got anything to. I mean, to we can't, prove, see, whether I yeah, we can't, I can't say whether he's a bad captain or not yet because there's, the, there's, there's no, no examples. I mean, I think it's all done a bit too much. I don't know how much importance is put on the captaincy by I the agree. title of captain. I agree with I think the problem is, is you need a spine in the end. You look at um, all the teams that did well at the World Cup. They Yes, they had, some of them had notable captains. Mm. That came from chance. But you look at them, they all had those spines. Germany had Lahm and then you could argue... Hummels and Schweinsteiger kind mm-hmm. of anchoring things. Um, Argentina Mascherano was doing a lot of dirt work and field and really stepping up. Um, and he was forming an excellent spine with him. Who else was it? Um, great was that. Garay at the back. And then you look at um, Holland. I know Van Persie was captain, but there was leadership coming from more than one area of the pitch. Vlad Young, Van Hal was steering that ship. The South American teams, you know. Yeah. It's good to have a good captain, but you want somebody involved with the action who can give direction and comfort. Uh, Can Rooney do that from that position? Why not just carry I don't don't think he can. I always thought, yeah, from the back. Do you think it's more of an endorsement thing rather than an action? I think it is just more of a, you know, in careers, you know, you get stepped up based on time. That's how it works. Mm. In the workplace, you you progress through time and loyalty. So, yeah, loyalty has to be rewarded. Yeah. And that's all all I think it is. I think it's just a natural, you know, how, how... Joe Hart's been in the team since you got to think he wasn't three first years, choice at years. the 2010 World Cup. So we're given that gap of oh. three or four years, and then they've got somebody Kane who's been in there since for ten years. Well, exactly. And really, so that said, ten years. Exactly, it's just loyalty rewarding, and yeah, it is a, probably an endorsement thing. Yeah. But let's uh, let's move on to it. Any um, call ups you think undeserved? I well, I did have a very very quick. So I probably should get it up again so I can. Uh, Callum Chambers, I'm surprised to see it go. I know he's been playing well for Arsenal. But it's gone quite it smooth, Callum Chambers at Arsenal, has it not? It has indeed. It, I, I think he's slotted in quite well. The, There's from been from no notable. It would seem he was worth the money. It would, which is nice to see. It's nice to see him just go straight in. There's no messing about because the problem with defenders is that you don't want to move them. You don't want a second choice defender, do you? You don't want, especially centre back. I know he's not, but especially at that no. position. That you can't. You don't want to waste a young person's career. So it's nice to see that he was mm-hmm. intended to be first so, choice. I'm still so doing so comfortable playing centre back because that was so short. And, and you know, I don't know what to do transfer wise. We're going to head into a season on four fronts with three centre backs. And in pre seasons, we were moving the likes of Monreal and, and Hayden into that position. I mm. shudder to think what would happen should we have some sort of onset. During the season, you know, I just shudder to think of what actually would happen. So it's rightly important. So I also, in terms of callbacks, callbacks, I don't know what um, callback has done so well to do. And Roy Hodgson must really love Andros Townsend, but I swear <laughs> he only played in 20 minute flashes for England and for Spurs. And he, and he, was, he, was, he was competent in them 20 minute flashes. 
He must be showing him something. <laughs> I think, yeah. Danny Rose. Sorry. Uh, Danny Rose. Oh, wow. we're brave yeah, yeah, new world. Oh, he's in the Spurs first on? team now, I know. Jack Colback? Yeah. Someone's been reading Adrian Durham articles. Fucking hell. Did you see that one? I saw it, was it like, yeah. I've read it. Colback shouldn't be left out because he's ginger or something. Yeah. Some bollocks like that. Well, it's Adrian Durham. Oh, my God. That guy's paid to write shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, a lot of people say it's the worst <laughs> England squad. Townsend as well, I'm quite surprised by, actually. Is he not, back? Is he, is he still injured? Not that I can think of many, because obviously Lallana's still injured, isn't he? You know, shit, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Have we really not got anyone better? Like, I don't know, Cleverly's itching uh, to get in. They reckon it's going to be Wembley's lowest ever attendance at an international I can't, game. I can't say I'm surprised. I mean, but it's, it's not... It's, hang on. It's pointless. Scotland might be playing Germany, though, and you know that'll be quality watch. Oh, I'd rather watch that. Yeah. Okay, film, well. I think everyone... Uh, I'm sure hoping yeah, Jesus, but, I'm not putting myself but, they, but after a horrible World Cup campaign, then to play Norway on a Wednesday at £30, the cheapest ticket, was going to end it like that. They should just give them. They should have given them out. And I still don't think they'll get 90000 But, shall we move on to Bantergate? Yes. That's what it called from now on. It was just Bantergate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these text messages came out, Malky Mackay text messages to... Various people, I can't think. Um, something about. I mean, did you see the one Johnny about him called this this player who is a small Egyptian a wee Egyptian, yeah. and the wee Egyptian was complaining that's racist. Mm-hmm. I think that's gone too far. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the other ones. I don't know how. Does anyone know how these texts were sort of got hold of? Because there were to various um, people. If it, it was, was one person, in in an internal investigation, um, those who keep. Cardiff think private investigators from the club run by Vincent Tan, Detective Tan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In his Sherlock Holmes outfit. Yeah, and um Tan's um and Sherlock and Watson um were given the phones. I think um Moody was forced to surrender them. That's the Crystal Palace guy. Yeah. Carl's forced to surrender them. and then they found these some of them some of them are extremely vulgar and totally unacceptable in any context. Yeah. text messages to each other and in a dossier given to the um, <laughs> by Vincent Tan written in crayon <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a clever Daily Mail journalist was able to read the crayon off and look at the pretty pictures of the bad man and his texts and yeah. he wrote a nice piece for his school paper that went quite big and this this sort this has ended in sort of Malcolm McCarr, I don't know how close he was to the Crystal Palace job, I'm led to believe. Quite. That, yeah, it was pretty much it was going in that direction. Um so something about having a go on her fun bags. Was it fun bags? I don't know. Was it there was there was something there was like he's a chink. Um and n- not a white uh, player in that lineup or something like that. So yeah, Malky Mackay. Do, do the best inside which the one, Which one was the... What one are you, I'm trying to think of? Gay Snake. <laughs> yeah. About... What was that about a club... Some personnel um, at Cardiff. So, um, Kajani, what's worse? The comments or the way the LMA handled this? The comments? Yeah. I don't trust anybody in the administration. No, I see. power 
to handle anything correctly. <laughs> giving them trust is going too far. At the end of the day, um, those kind of things go above the level of what shouldn't be being said. Now, some listen, everybody's fired off kind of a, a remark that can be seen as offensive, maybe even in or out of context. Yeah. But how many were there? There were 12, I remember. There, there were 12, were and I, weren't it of yeah. 300 or something? <coughs> 12 or 300, but there were 12 very serious insults that said in the street could become police matters. Yeah. This is not a... There can't be a one-off. You know, there were 12 printed in the paper. There were meant to be some more allegations. And, I mean, you know, what, and this was beyond text. It was conduct as well, you know I mean? Yeah. As, as soon as you're in a position yeah. of power or yeah. authority or somebody who somebody else looks up to, which Matthew McCarr was at Cardiff. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm, I was a fan of his... Um, so Crystal Palace can't really offer him a job in that sense. But the the way... Um, I mean, it was sort of... Dan, have you seen the LMA sort of statement? Did you? I, I haven't really looked into this much, to be honest. I, the L- I, it I was, heard about it and I was like, well, is that not like a breach of privacy? Like, what's... It's an odd one, but it was sort of Malky sent these after, you know, it was a very stressful time. I was just wondering, you know, after a stressful day working at um, Supermarket A, do you go home and racially abuse somebody via text message or... Can't say. I just, I, no, I, I can't I say. So I think and the turn that... And as soon as the term banter <laughs> is involved in anything, that's they, incredible. The word banter is used in the LMA Good statement. Reason. It was, it was. I can't think of the exact sentence. Kajani. Keys. <laughs> Kajani. What is the term banter? What is the sentence that goes around it? Um, if you just certainly find. Um... It was. I don't know, but it was intended as. As soon as you use the term banter. You've had it, really, haven't you? Mm. I mean, this is Richard Keys all over again. Yeah. And, and we don't need that. I'm surprised they didn't put a hashtag in front of it. <laughs> it was just hashtag banter. I was like going to say. Like um, but does anyone think Malcolm McKay will get another job? Maybe not in top-tier football. Do you think he's going to have to... Dr- Come on, let's, let's think about it. Marlon King has been offered contracts since... Being chair death. <laughs> Some people are like free chair They... People have made Ched's like petitions soon, that, like, to stop Cheddar from ever getting a contract for Sheffield somebody United. Somebody said of him, somebody said of him, United that although he's I a agree. really good striker and we need a finisher. Just a quick, and like, he bloody is, in all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, quick, I don't want to say defend Ched, where, but where, if you... Where do you stand on that? Players who, like, get arrested for things like that, Ched Evans, Mark... He's been in prison and he's done his time and that's his craft. If, yeah, but if you were... I don't know. It's like okay, so if, I don't say, think if you, Ched were, is... if you were arrested, you've got that on your criminal record. Would okay, your so... place of work have you back? Mm, I, yeah, I see. Uh, what, I, I see what you mean. But so, let's say okay, I'm I'm a plumber. I run my services. I've been to prison for a year for doing this, that, and the other. I come out. Am I expected to never practice my trade again as a result of? I mean, Ched Evans is different because obviously he's he's in the public eye more than somebody who's a plumber, and that people will look up to him. But then we go to Lee Hughes. Lee Hughes, you know, killed two people and ran away from the scene of the crime. Not in did he? Yeah. So Lee Hughes, this yeah, was drink driving. I know, and we gosh. talk about and the same for that Plymouth goalkeeper. Oh, yes, so, so I'm Christ. saying, yeah, you no, you come to this, and then you've you've done your time. Has it got to be a case of if you want to take him on? He did, and Lee Hughes has scored at 
you know, all the all the levels, you know. You see watch Soccer Saturday, Leeds, Forest Green, Oxford, wherever he's been. Depends on if you believe the time fits the crime. Why McCormack gets such a heinous reception from me and many others is because nobody could believe that the nature of um, his offence was appropriately sensitive. Yeah, no, no, I agree that he should get that response. You know, I'm not saying. Well, and he you know. knows what he is opening himself up to, and he and he has the support of Plymouth. At the end of the day, he has to. I mean, he's a professional. You know, as much as it feels ugly and weird saying that. Um, in terms of what Michael done, it's nowhere near as bad. But he should be having a long think, and an absence would be good. And I think in the end, we'll something. You got think, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying the whole Mackay situation is a case of, like, he's gone and murdered someone or he's done drink driving and he hasn't been arrested. But at the same time, would any club want to have a racist, sexist, homophobic or whatever else he's been in these texts in a position at their club? Regardless of how well he's done or not so well with Cardiff or whoever else he's managed Watford in the past... Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Would you have for me? Like, for me, I, I mean, it depends. Obviously, not. I, open, no, but, but I think. You, like, you know what I mean. Otherwise, I don't think Malky Mackay should have been sacked in the first place. Not from Cardiff. I right? think Cardiff would have stayed up if they'd have kept Malky Mackay. So I'm a fan of him managerially. Yeah. But can you bring someone in who's had that? You know, it's been eight eight months since he had that job. You got to think. Mm. So to be in this position, it's uh, it's a tricky one for him. But Premier League job uh, in the next. Yeah, unrealistic. Probably even Championship League One. Maybe his next job. You'd think so. You think he's gonna have to drop down? The League One team, I think. He'd do. I think he'd do a good job most places. I do. I hold him in high regard, managerially. And he'd be out of the public eye as well, really, because obviously he's not. I think. I think. Yeah. If he took a team like I don't know Chesterfield, no one would really notice it because it's low down in. Sort of yeah, no offence to Chesterfield fans. No, of course not. I think people will eventually. I think the right people will eventually forgive him, but it will be a good while. I mean, things move so fast in football. Yeah, but um, he will need. I think. I think. At least. Yeah. I, mm, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But I think whoever gets him is getting a good manager. But it is a. Tr- it is a. It's, it, it, well, what seems to be a horrible racist, um, which nobody nobody wants, you know. And then again, was it Pound Foot, of the foot, foot, Football, well, exactly. So you know, like we say, football moves fast. Um, Where is the Kelly now? Probably on some Italian radio station. No. Um, well, I mean, we've got Mikhail. I'll talk Crystal Palace job before I want to dissect into Man United's woes. Um, um, Kajane, is this a sad day for young managers out there? That Neil Warnock, well, you know, say what you want about him. It's not necessarily it... a sad day for young managers. It's a sad. It could be a very sad day for Crystal Palace fans because it, this seems very regressive. That whole yeah. idea of going back to him, I mean, it hasn't worked uh, out. I just yeah. don't see what's changed. But Warnock, some didn't he get them relegated last time he was. Well, they were like in administration that time, in all fairness. Uh, so I'm not going to say. Warnock's career is a bit of a mixed bag. You look at the success at Sheffield United. He Leeds. got yeah Leeds. He never he couldn't get them up. I mean nobody else seems to be able to get Leeds up. Where else has he been Warnock? He's been QPR. He got them up, but couldn't. Um, was he sacked halfway through the Premier League season? I think he and Mark Hughes might have been. Exactly. So we talk about that. So he has had a mixed a mixed bag. Can he keep them in the Premier League? Um. 
there is the the squad isn't dearth of quality, but whether it does have as much as um the teams they'll need to be beating. I think you said that they had the twentieth best squad, and you believed. I, I still believe that. Um, it, it's a big backward step for me. I, I don't I, rate Warnock's Premier League record. Um, no, I think that's fair. He's he's gonna have to make a large amount of doing with what he's got. Zaha might come in, which would be a great fillet if they want to stump up that big loan fee. Yeah. Um. But it looks like, is this a financial decision? Because you've got to think, Warnock's career, from my eyes, was a bit dead. He was doing BT, it was sort of over his managerial career, and I think he sort of didn't mind that. So he must have approached this. Is this a cheap fix, QPR? I think it's a short-term fix. I don't know how cheap it is. I think it's a short... I think it's short-termism when they needed um, a big, steady hand. Yeah. Dan, who do you think would have suited the job better? I don't know because there's not a great deal of managers sort of available. It's a, it is the, a the chunky one, that, one to go one to. Spring, that's one that springs to mind. Tony Pulis. Can we hire Pulis again? That it's that, a tricky that act to he's, follow. I think he, he was seven to one to essentially. Did he go seven one? I saw it at six to one. Yeah, I knew he was second favourite at the time. I know, like no one really wants him because of what he did at United, but Moyes. You know, I think through. I was going to say when the last couple of weeks with United, it turned out. Oh, maybe it's not. Yeah, but it never was, was it? Fault. I mean, this isn't the greatest. Was it ever Moyes' fault? Those certain occasions, but was yeah, obviously when he was playing. You can look at what yeah, I was, and buying for about twice as much as he's worth. But I know. Apart from that, he bought in matter. He's bought in a genuine world class player who's won international trophies. He's been player of the season for Chelsea in like last two seasons. He's not. Yeah, bad. I mean, no, he's far from bad. I'm just saying, was Moyes? I'm, I'm not playing well, let's not talk about David Moyes, but I, I do see your point. When does Moyes get on the manager? Is this a good one? Would it have been a good one for him to go to? Yeah, because it, he's not... But that's what makes me think about money. That's the only reason I think that this was a... Because he, he wouldn't have been on peanuts at Man United. Well, no, of course Moyes. not. So I don't but... know if this is a palace, whereas Warnock would, you know, you were looking at a point in anyone. Well, it's either that or, well, who else is that? For some reason, Alan Kerbis, he's just spoken. Oh, I never mentioned his name again. But, but we're looking at him, they were looking yeah, at yeah. Steve Clark, who was, oh, I think yeah. he was second running, well, who I thought would have been a more appropriate point. Well, I don't think it would have been a step back. I don't think anyone, many, would have been a step forward unless you get him some big name in. Which they're not going to because they've spent two million pounds in the transfer market. Mm. You know they got eleventh. Did they overachieve in that? I think they deserved yeah. it. They but deserved I think it, yeah, to, 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 I know, but, but to think to maintain that for a second season, that would be they're quite stupid to think that they don't have to add to that. Anyone who's maintained, oh look at the money they they're spending compared to their first season. Well, you've got to think Southampton. Look at look at Swansea. Europe. Look at Swansea. You know they they stayed up. Holler in Europe. Yeah, well, for a minute, yeah. For a minute, but they look like to go out, which would be great for them. It'd be great for me because I'm going. We're playing them, and it'll move to a Sunday if they go through. So if you could get knocked out, Hull, so I could well, still go on a Saturday, nil, that'd be fine. Well, one nil down, and I don't. No I, don't, I don't see them striving. Do you and not? If I was Steve Bruce, I wouldn't strive. <laughs> it's not the worst thing, is it? But um, mm. so to think that they can get away with sort of treading waters just ludicrous, and it looks the way it's going. I think It'll be a rough season. The yeah. aim for Crystal Palace this season should be 
a bit of stability and just stay in the Premier League. It is, and yeah, I think you've still got to spend money to do you that. you lose a manager that ten like midway through a season, unless you're a big manager like of the season, let's not forget. Yeah, unless you're Chelsea, you just swap managers, it doesn't seem to make a huge deal of difference. Mm. If you're a team in that sort of, I mean, bottom thirteen teams who could all <laughs> essentially, ah, yes, that famous bottom thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you do lose a manager midway through a season, all you want to do is bring in someone else, get a bit of stability within the club. Yeah. just trying to no, stay I, in that league in I agree and year. I think Steve Clark did quite a good job West Brom first season I think he could could have done it again with Crystal Palace maybe not 11th but you know mm. not not in the depth of the relegation scrap which I think any Palace fan would rip your arm off for 16th now um, yeah Neil Lennon was knocked about never con- seriously considered I don't think equally possibly but um, mm. it, <laughs> There isn't anyone else, is there really? That they could could lure. They could lure, yeah. Don't I honestly think with the Moyes situation, I think it's a good suggestion, but he's so raw after United. He he would want time and a bit to have recovered and he doesn't yeah, want to go too soon. right back in there. I don't know where it's certainly an appropriate place for Moyes at the minute. And the Premier League is far more top SPL. seven. Than what for, no, because well, SPL. When you say SPL, it'd have to be Celtic. There's no, there's yeah. no other one. You don't think he could sort of right? I, I don't think he'd drop because the SPL just it, unless you unless you unfortunately unless you're Celtic or, or Rangers in that world. Inverness are going to win the league this year, so it's fine. But there's still no. Yeah, well, I mean, we're talking about Crystal Palace not being able to offer him similar money. I don't think them guys are going to be no, able to. True, so. No, I don't think that. I don't think he deserves such a step back. No offence to the Scottish League, I'm a fan of it, but I w- it would be a step back. I don't think he deserves. He, he has to take a step back because clearly, Man United was above him, mm. maybe. But um, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Man United actually. Let's talk about the start of the Premier League season. We haven't talked about the start of the Premier League season. The last podcast, I said we would finish top four. Did I not? Well, for those who didn't listen to the last podcast, Dan actually doesn't think Man United finished 7th last season. He seems to think they're a top 5 team. So they've gone up two places before the season started. So well done to Man United for going up in Dan's hill. So, um, at 12.44pm, I was full of confidence. It's like an episode of 24. (laughs) (laughs) The following event, and and then we kicked off against Swansea. Can somebody? I was on. A, I was on a train. Sigurdsson scored. We got one back through Rooney. Is Sigurdsson all... William Kajani one of the good, better re-signings? He's the most he's fantastic. He's, he's one of the most Rooney. underrated players in the Premier League. Agreed. Why Tottenham seem so willing or just accepting from going back with all these baffling? Maybe it was it happened with Keenar at Tottenham. So maybe it's, it's a Tottenham thing. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, no, he, he's a, the spark and everything, and he was very involved. That was key again, Actually, yeah, was like key last season. Key, yeah. He scored the first. Goal. He, he scored his first Swansea goal actually, yeah. which shocked me because he's always in there. Yeah. But Key's a brilliant player. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it was a case of we signed Rojo, and it was like okay, we're still making signings. That's yeah. progress is being made. Then we go and draw to Sunderland. Now. I'd just like to say the Sunderland game was just so bad. Boring. As 
the sun no but it was it, I would have been in tears if I was in your position in that place I mean I imagine you to be just, close but that was, was Olympiakos-esque that was I've been what the last two games have been Olympiakos so I'm not even going to pretend that we didn't deserve to get battered by MK Dons I'll get into that moment. but the Sunderland game it was a case of Catamol was man of the match from that game Lee Catamol the most <laughs> he's Tough tackling, sort of tucks his shirts into his shorts. He's colours in. Don't say that. Colours in the white lines on his Adidas boots. You know, he's a vintage player. You know, from from the olden days. You know, and the fact that he's kicking around the likes of Ander Herrera, who's injured, and now all four, no, all three of our Bard Di Maria, all three of our new signs are actually unplayable because Rojo hasn't even got a fucking work permit yet. Sorry, you forget that Premier League players have to do normal things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Sunderland game went and there was... Well, I can't remember how it I mean, William Pajani, talk, talk yeah. Sunderland game, because I think... Were yeah. you tweeting throughout this? Were you tweeting throughout Sunderland game? I, I watched it, it, was it one yeah, of them, I watched yeah. it. Um, United were in, overwhelmed at the start when Sunderland really began to take um, affairs to them, and... They could have gone behind. Probably, no, they probably should have gone behind, judged on the um, efforts of efforts that um, Sunderland were making. You know, they actually started well, but they seemed unbalanced. You know, there's no, there's no exact presence or record. You know, there's no. There is an attacking midfield. There's two attacking midfielders. One mattered to go and spark um, attacks and finish them as he did. But when he doesn't, and, and a Herrera to kind of be a machine from the mini midfield but there's no person no, to put it all together no holding player at all and there's, and there's a big gap between oh it's a massive gap back four and they back seem three. to just run around oh, everywhere that was so, main, that was the main problem the MK Dons go I'll, I'll, set, I'll get on to that did he, did he, I only watched the first start with the back three still in force for the MK Dons game uh, it was a different back three for the MK Dons game but I think we had Blackett Smalling and Jones to start off with, and then Smalling came off and mm. who was it came on? Michael King, I think it might be. Yeah. He's another one of the youth mm. prospects, if you like. But the thing is, against Sunderland, we were so predictable. And I was saying this last season, Valencia, albeit he did well to um, set up the goal, which was a bit of a fluke in itself. Um, who's in goal? Manoni for Sunderland should have done better there. But Valencia, once he gets the ball on that right-hand side, all he wants to do is get to the byline and cross it in. And if he's shown inside, he just passes it to someone who's about 10 yards further back than he should be, and we just play around the midfield. There's no urgency there. And on the other side, Young, there's no, he doesn't want to go to the byline. You know, the, he, that's the thing with Di Maria. He can go either side. He'll use both feet. He'll mix it up a bit, gives the defenders something to think about. With Young, he just cuts inside. And then his crosses are dreadful. So same with Yanazar, he adds a bit more, you know, creativity to the team. But and again, cleverly Fletcher. Oh my! It's, it's just, just names that we're tired of being talking about. With, I think. Possession with no intent. That's the problem with our. It was. It was scarily bad. It was scarily bad in the fact that it, the passes were either. I mean, Van Hart. I mean, talking about Van Hart's comments, you know, he's been open to criticise the team. You know, he said, you got to think Luke Shaw is 18 years old. And he said, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's not fit. He's training by himself, this, that, and the other. 
which I don't think is anyone who's just got the burden of £30 million for, you know, no way is he going to be thinking that's a positive thing in that he's cost that much money. So to do that and then to say after the Sunderland game, oh, the passing was either too fast, too slow or too hasty, these are... These are players, these are young players that have to be nurtured in a way, especially Wayne Rooney, who's, you know, who's demanded sort of this, that and the other 300k a week, you know. Are they going to respond well to, you know, they've had sort of Sir Alex Ferguson where, firm but fair, this got, Van Hall, it seems a bit of a maniac. Van Hall has got just a distinct, in my head, leak to Felix McGath. And that's not never a good thing. I don't know how much truth there is in that because you can see he has won stuff, but he's also failed. Yeah. So I for mean, me, I think is it. I mean, you see it with Wenger. You can say whatever you want about Wenger, but he very, very rarely. I can't think as he criticised a player, an individual. No. Or the team. It's very much on Wenger. You know, this is my team. What that reflects me. Do we need more of that? It's very. No, rare, it's very Mourinho-esque no. now Mourinho can get away with it in a certain coming out and saying this, that and the other about the team or deflecting on the other team but Van Hull saying that, I don't think that's a good thing to do and then to say after the Milton Keynes uh, defeat you know, just to be like oh yeah, of course we were going to lose no, he did no, not say was, that it was, it no, was no, sort that, of he, it was, was, he was not surprised it that's not surprised it, you know it's not the fact it's Milton Keynes it's the fact that when you're Man United you don't lose 4-0 to anyone no. That's simple as. That's yeah, simple as it gets. That's the same as Barcelona. That's the same as so, Ajax. That's the same as Holland. You don't lose four 0 to anyone. A day in the life of a United fan, right? So we've signed Roma. We've drawn to Sunderland. We then uh, wouldn't be playing Tuesday. 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 I do want to say. I do want to say. Di Maria for fifty nine point seven million pounds. A lot. Is a lot of money, but it sort of puts it, the rest. That I know, but is it is it a Man United dick waving move? We've done what Real Madrid have done. You know, this is us sort of. Yeah, waving the cash around. Saying, it is, yeah, it is purely... Di Maria, I said this story, I said he was about... We probably bought him for about £10 million than he's probably worth. Yeah, I do... I'd... Ish. Ten, yeah, no, that's right. That's, yeah. But we had to show that the club is still capable. I don't... Because where does he fit in? Unless... It's um, an odd one, but... but we Because Callum will say... Oh yeah, he played part of that Real Madrid free last year, which he nobody did, nobody's questioning well. that Di Maria is a great player in any team he goes to. Yeah, but we've we sort of got that nailed down. The two attacking midfielders in Herrera and Mata, yeah. a holding midfielder, and a couple of centre backs, experienced centre backs. Di Maria doesn't fit in unless Van Hal goes and changes t- his formation. Right, you know, scraps your three five two. But he's not going to scrap the three five two. It's a four three three. Okay, he's not going to go out and do that. No. Okay, and there's it's no an odd place on paper. You. Sell that free we, no we were having this conversation 12 months ago, as many people were, like, oh, Wenger needs to buy a defence, Wenger needs to buy a defence, and then Ozil came, sort of, oh, 42 and a half million, and he solved the problem for half the season. So I'm saying, is this what. So I'm saying the situation, I think, is similar. It'll, it'll be. I agree, not just that, because. Um, at the end of the day, it was all well and good, but as all has, as can happen with overseas signings, a rough season in introductory season in the Premier League. It's happened before, many mm-hmm. bounced back. I'm quite hopeful that once he started. I was going to say he didn't start off bad though. No, he started off. And great, it's and good it was sort of post Napoli. And if he wasn't making the goals or scoring them, everybody else was so pleased he was there. They yeah. were giving more. 
That can, now that can happen with Dean Maria. The problem Ozil, was is that when we, I'm not going to say he made him play better, but the whole um, thing of Ozil, I know there, Ramsey. Oh my God, there's no describing how improve, how much he's. Improved I think that was coming, but it was sped up. It might have been triggered by the fact that Ozil was around. I never saw it coming. Like so well done to Ramsey. Yeah, I thought he'd sort of fit One thing out, is though is that, but then Cards didn't rain. So but then <laughs> I remember we were joined top of the league. And we had to go to a little place called the Etihad. We were torn them from them. Forget the six three. It was one of those. It was pinball, mm-hmm. but the big eighteen year old kid had something else to do on IM. So they were they were keeping us within three goals. It could have been nine three. It could have been anything. Yeah. And then we went to like to Chelsea, and you guys, and we were torn apart because you just ran through the midfield. All through the centre backs, too much pace, yeah, um, no control, and we were torn apart. I worry that you'll have similar problems this season because if your midfield is essentially that lightweight and the, the thing there's is, no link Dean, to a really our centre back. No, no, especially now that the only centre back that we look to be signing Benatia, or well, so the papers say. You know, he's obviously gone to Bayern as well now, which is a bit odd. But with Dean Maria, what will be most... Mm. If he plays against Burnley this Saturday or Sunday or whenever we're playing... Is it Saturday? Sunday. Um, it will be the very sort of image of him sprinting and running through that midfield. Because our midfield three aren't the paces and they play at such a leisurely pace that it makes it easy to defend. Mm. With the, Dean Maria making these sort of runs... Here, there, and everywhere. I don't know. That's, I don't know where we play. Maybe it as part of that midfield three. Now that Herrera's injured, he is knows. very he is very versatile. He was turned into a hybrid number ten by Ancelotti. That is where a lot of his good stuff came. Personally, I think you might actually want to have him there just for the fact that he would inject pace and urgency. The one thing I'd say I've noticed is that how little running your team does. No, and our team is why, very. Why is everybody really taking a position? Like just, just I mean, talking about like this, uh, just going back to you, like, <laughs> oh, we're Man United, we can still buy this, that, and the other, and we can still, and this is going to change this. Was this not matter? Wasn't this what matter was for? Because let's, I mean, I, I know matter. We've all, know we've all sort of lost the spark for matter. But let's think of the player only... matter. He hasn't got worse. But let's think of matter at Chelsea for them two and a half seasons even when he was coming off the bench because Mourinho didn't want to play him Mata was like oh my god it's Mata mm. and if it wasn't for the half season that he had like Mourinho not wanting anything to do with him not a chance he would have been at you guys and even if he had played the full season then Mourinho would have gone he wouldn't have dropped sorry to, to you lot mm. is that what I'm saying I'm saying the circumstances made him end up with so you you're saying we signed him at probably the only time we could have got him I don't think you could have got him no, when after the, the second season, if Mourinho had decided in yeah, July, until the end of the season, there would have been other clubs who Matt would have probably rather have joined. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I'm, I just but, thought um, if Di Maria is this signing, then I don't, I don't think, I don't think it solves a lot. Matter was the so-called solution to the idea that we were not creative in that sort of. Um, sort of number 10 position just behind the two forwards but he was supposed to be the solution to problems and by the end of the season you know he was picking up assists he was picking up goals like 
you know, like he wasn't he an instant go, success, but yeah, no, it did take him a few months to get going. Yeah. But when he did buy the last three or four games Hunter, of the yeah. season, he was very good, and it would seem that he would carry straight into beginning of this season. Maybe it's going to take him another couple months to get going this season. Uh, but it'll be, I don't know if how Di Maria, Mata, Herrera, whoever plays just behind them, whether it's Fellaini, Fletcher, Cleverly. None of them are big names that I would rely on in my behind opinion, them. In my opinion, your best bet might be to go for a 4-3-3. Three, three. Not going to happen there. I, it clearly looks like that Van Hull will stick with this whether he's still losing. Freedom. Whereas it's not changed this because this hasn't worked. It yeah, seems like yeah, nobody I'll, try I'll, again I'll when that. it works. I was just expressing how I felt he should do it. It's either four, I can only think of 4-3-3... Four, three, three, or some very odd inclination of three four one two. Is that possible? With um, two guys, that, I mean, you could shoehorn yes. all of them in. I mean, if you want the best out of Di Maria, you play him as an advanced hybrid number ten, or you stick him on. I think it's either. What's one. an advanced hybrid number ten? He was playing his number 10 last year, but he just made play- that up. No, well, so- I just let him get on with it. I just sort of let him <laughs> go talk, on. Go on. No, he played, he played in the middle of the park, but instead of being one of those midfielders who kind of did lots of playmaking, he'd pick it up and he'd turn and he'd run at people. And okay. it worked a lot because he had Bale and Ronaldo and Benzema outside of him. He so so is, is, is he a product of his surroundings? Is no, this going to be a huge dud? No, it won't be a huge dud because if that, that good, he'll make. A I don't difference. know whether it will do him any favours. I don't know. I mean, obviously but not. But I, I, I can't. Say I can just see. I don't. I don't know massive, about instant success. It's not a massive like step down in his career. Obviously, he wasn't. Uh, well, let's <laughs> think. At Real Madrid now, he's been replaced by the new marquee signing, has he not? In James Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whether he likes it or not, he's going to get the nod ahead of Nub because he's the big sixty million signing, and mm. fans have bought his shirts. And yeah, you no, know, I'll, I'll see your points. Yeah, I think Di Maria had to move. Maybe not. Well, PSG was the only other option it would seem, but they didn't want to pay out the money for some reason. It's not like PSG to back out of a stupid move. <laughs> okay. um, but um, just just mid pod, I'm going to end. Um, I'm going to end like where do you think it's going to go from here for Man United? Short term, you know, till Christmas. Start. Let's start with Burnley on Saturday. I think Burnley have been very unlucky and have actually played quite I well. Think it'll be a draw. To be honest, I think it'll be. I think um, it'll be a draw. I, I don't think this the way it's going. This is what it's done. This is, this what is genuinely what it's come to. Cup losses done to me. I was, like I said, I mean, back to I the last to you, yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to finish. Let's not even. Let's, let's take the league up out of it. I still now, think the way you've played in the two. I don't. I don't think it's going to be an instant success. I more think it's signings gonna... need to be made. It's simple as that. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm not this United fan who's saying, "Oh, go out and buy Vidal for twice as much as he's worth." Yeah, well. I know. Or, I go know out and mean. buy. Uh, who else? Sensible uh, signings need Strickland. to be made. We'll go about Benatia. Oh, what well, Bayern just signed him? Pay him double. Um, and I've, I've got a question like from the. Um, we asked for an opening question. I've got another question. Um, will United ever win the Premier League again, Dan? Well, yeah, of course they will. It just might be a few years before it happens. How many years? Oh, really? Um, right, in five years' time, do you see United lifting another one? Five years. William Kajani, are you laughing because yes, obviously they're going to well, win it or the no? the money like... they've got behind them, there's so much sort of financial power, and the club still holds a status as you know it. Regardless yeah, I know. Of I know. Yeah, I know. I'm the same. In five club. years' time, will you have another one? 
Yeah, in five okay. years, yeah. And another question: Will there ever be a boy that can swim faster than a shark? So you fucking hell! So that's a you... great question. Yeah, for sure. Why not? I don't know how fast can. Hang on, boys and human, or no just, just let's just say, let's just say a human how boy. Let's, humans will for the, for the purpose of this. Let's say let's right, say the race is Darwin's fear of evolution. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but when, when is there going to be a surrounding where boys need to swim faster I'm than sharks? I'm going to actually counter that with no. When we're all underwater in 20 years. I'm going to counter that with no, because, because on what I've seen around the world, the human race is going backwards. And as such, I think we will recede in our swimming ability. And we will only regress in our physical scope. So it will, the question no, should actually be, will a boy ever swim slower? Then, what if sharks receive? Can sharks are sharks good? No, I mean, I imagine they're quite good swimmers, but are they renowned for being fast swimmers? Some I thought I've, I've always seen. Well, have you quite a panic before to get away from that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that just because if you put a polar bear in water, I mean, they're not hammerhead sharks are sort of I'd, down I'd by going like a dynamic build. So if you put a dragon in water, <laughs> I'd still be going quite fast away from it. Whether it's renowned for catching me in water, pelican in water, I'd be swimming away. From I was going to say I don't, I don't like I don't like swans or geese either. So oh, just any. Oh, I have to. When I go for my run down by the river, they're all like sort of congregated there. So like when you have to walk past the big kids in schools, so the bearded wonder runs away from swans. <laughs> um, so we've talked about. I mean, Kajani. Well, I, I don't want to bring MK Dons for Manchester United nil up. Just Kajani in one word. How did it make you feel? Amused. <laughs> Dan Burnett. There is no words. There is no words. <laughs> That's. Honestly, it was a delirious was, joy. You know when you sort of hyphen that—that's one word. When you start laughing because it's something's gone so badly, like when you're really hurt, like oh no, yeah. my knee, my <laughs> knee is dislocated. <laughs> oh, oh wow, yeah, because my dislocated. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to. If other people are watching you on the floor with your knees, like. <laughs> Final question for Dan on this because I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um fourth, fourth place still realistic. Nah. <laughs> this yeah. guy was convincing me the other week. He was like, "Everything's changed. It's going to be amazing." Oh, Tactical God. genius. I keep, I keep thinking this is like the end of like Manchester United. We're two weeks into the fucking Premier League. Uh, like, uh, I know we're already like what five points behind you guys, six behind no, we Chelsea, lost the other day. six uh, behind Man City. I mean, things can change, but how can you be yeah. six behind the club with six points? <laughs> oh, five, five. <laughs> Man United fans are no good at math. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Drew again. <laughs> it felt like a loss, though, didn't it? That's right. what I'm saying. It um, felt like a loss. I'll tell you what. We'll, I feel like we're six points we right. We'll talk about <laughs> Arsenal. We'll talk about Arsenal, Liverpool. I, I want to talk about just any Premier League club. Like we ha- we haven't. Let's talk about the others. Um, first of <laughs> William Kajane. Yeah. Arsenal two, Everton two. First of all, talk me through that game. Um. For, Forget the first week, they beat Crystal Palace. That's fine. They um, didn't deserve it. Play the first um, 
60 minutes um, last year and you would struggle to tell the difference between the game we had with Everton and we lost 3-0 <laughs> I thought it was going the same way it was going the same way you know I had a tweet saved as a draft saying yeah. you know the Ever at it again um, and then um, midway through and then in the second half this um, strange quality seems to come to the team I don't know what it's called it's when you show kind of quality. characteristics and strength. not quality no it's the grittier hardier one it's like, something that you if you had it's last art. season, would you have been around that first place? It's, it's art, that's it. Resilience, that's what it's called. Yeah, we found some of that... Um, that there Where you were by far the second best team and you got a result that felt yeah. like a win for many of your fans, you know, just and following you on me. Twitter. Um, basically, in the you second, in the second half... Um, They're not all bad. <laughs> there are a lot of good ones, trust me. And in the second it's half... One of the um, fan bases that gets slaughtered for no... Well, a lot of good reasons. But. In the second half... Um, Everton began inexplicably, and I don't know if it was through tiredness or through tactical desire. Well, Stephen Naismith's and face. Robert, and Roberto Martinez seems to suggest... We, we call him Bobby on this podcast. Bobby Martinez, yes. Bobby Martinez seems to suggest that his team got tired and they fell back and the intensity began to go. And then suddenly a lot of them began to bonk and it became a situation in which we were beginning to play in their half. Santi Cazorla found an excellent ball and Aaron Ramsey made a poacher's run he's began to score and then another wonderful ball was whipped in and he is Giroud came with the business before breaking his tibia which means he is now out for three to four months oh which um, is never a good thing no the Premier um, League's just got like ten times worse have you all changed your fantasy team I, I got rid of him I'm going to change the name of my team if, just cool. My team is called hashtag justice for Giroud. Oh no. I've got to change it now. There will be no justice. Just use for Bojan instead now. Do you think um, Jacker will start on Saturday? Because if it is, I might go with him and Jovetic. The only thing is, I'm wondering how quickly Aguero is returning to form. But I may pick Jovetic. I think Aguero is going to start. Okay. Um, But in that case, we got battered, overwhelmed, and. We managed to get a point away from home. Oh, away from home. That's the now answer. that will do for now. But <laughs> we'll accept it, but steps need to be but, made. But let's be, but let's be honest. Um, there was a whole lot that went wrong with this get with this game. Özil played wide. Why? Why is he played wide? Um, I thought Wenger was having a teenage rebellious phase in which he felt that he's going to have a punk haircut. In fact, it was wearing an ACDC jacket, um, big high tops with metal ends and put Sanchez up top, but it turns out that he actually wants to make him into a striker. I'm not keen. We have these fantastic attack players, but we're not utilising them, and we're still painfully short on defence. Ertel didn't track back, but it was a great delivery from Barry. The second goal was one that didn't please me at all. Um, don't think miss... any, not many goals that my team concede please me. No, but, um... no, no, but at least you know somebody can appreciate the quality in second. No, we were run through. We can't seem to manage to match the energy levels of these teams when we go there. And when we go to Anfield, Stamford Bridge, the Etihad, potentially even White Hart Lane when they're functioning, going to be a problem again. We've got Leicester as well coming up. That's going to be difficult. It's going to be Leicester, really, is that really this difficult. weekend? Yeah. That's going to be really difficult. We'll learn a lot then. Again. And 
and we were. Then we went and beat Besiktas, and it was the same kind of thing. We've not played well since the season started competitively for, I'd say, more than about 20 minutes in a patch. Yeah. And Do you think this is going to come... I mean, you got off lucky, didn't you, against Everton? Is Leicester going to be the undoing of you? Because they played good against Everton. It has all the yeah. potential to be. All of the potential to be. Um, I'm nervous for that. I'm, I don't know how nervous I am for my Champions League group. We're in pot one. It, it could work out pretty well for us. I don't think it but can be need, worse than last year. But, can we, it? but we need to avoid Roma... We need to avoid PSG. A combination of those two, we are struggling already. Yeah. That is six points we can drop, and at least two at home. I mean, but the one thing I'd say is that... Um, I'd say PSG, I don't know how long Ibrahimovic is out for, but they are struggling at the moment. They have not started well, not but I have but more faith than yeah. us. But Let's, then again... But they've got the same amount of points as us. They lost to... Um, <coughs> I thought you were going to say Stoke then. Sade Rems, is it? I don't know how to pronounce the name. I think they... Remey. It's French. Just say everything. They lost to someone on the opening day and they lost to Evion. Evion? Evion. Really? I mean, how can you take on a whole water company and expect to win? Very good. Um, So, um, should we talk about Chelsea? Yeah, they're doing well. Go on, no, I'll do. <laughs> That's why everyone's touching on these yeah. fucking Chelsea. One, one thing I'd say is The one thing I'd say that going to Everton on Saturday without Diego Costa will tell us really about the Chelsea it'll tell us more. about their level. I'll, I'll they they Everton, to, Everton's a horrible place to go. Yeah, they were too good for Burnley, as you'd expect. I felt that they started poorly against Leicester, but by the end they were much the better team. And mm. the two that was reserved. As you would expect, to be honest. And Apparently, Casper Schmeichel kept them in that game. So yeah, a way. wonderful game, and Courtois made two wonderful saves. Courtois, really. Uh, yeah. Um, at the end of the day. I mean, as bad as I feel, somebody who's been in goal for Chelsea for eight seasons now, is it? Czech? It's been a long, a long goal time, and I think it's, he's <coughs> out of no fault of, fault of his own because he's top class. Another top class one's come along who's younger and prettier. And has just sort of replaced him, but well, I think Mourinho got Pedr- the Pedr- Pedr- has good banter on Twitter. He's been ripping some fans apart. Also donated <laughs> to one of the fans as well. Very good. He's what? He donated a hundred quid when somebody asked him to take a look at his donations page, and then he put like twenty five quid on top of it for gift aid. So oh, that's nice. nice. That's has he good. done the ALS ice bucket challenge? Though? Right. I don't think so. God, I, I won't even do that if I get nominated. Mm. In fairness, if it ever came around to me, I was going to nominate you, Bill. No, I've been no. nominated. I'm not even oh. doing it. Aren't these guys called to animals? Um, uh, if you, if you animals, read, if you read what Pamela Anderson says, yeah. then yeah. But no, they, they have tested on, and then some other guys, like a lot of their donations, don't get here and there. But you know, at the end of the day, it's got a bit tedious. Um, shall we talk about something else? Uh, Villa have te- kept two clean sheets. Villa have kept two clean sheets. A man who's not here to tell us how good that makes them. Did anyone watch Villa Newcastle? Yeah. Did I fuck? It was so. I thought of a more boring game like that. It was Neil dreadful. All over it, it was dreadful. I can't think of any talking points. So we'll talk about Mario Balotelli coming back to England. Oh, instead. fuck. I forgot about that. Well done. William Kajani. Well mm-hmm. Mario Balotelli. Back in these great United Kingdoms. The only thing I worry about is that I really think, and this is and this is important for somebody whose mood is so connected to their ability. I really don't think he likes England. 
Do you... <laughs> the weather? No, the he food? No, he was not having a minute of being at Man City. He was not enjoying that experience. That he was. And then he came and said that he should have never left and that he weren't enjoying Italy. I don't know what he wants. That is bollocks because he was, <laughs> he wants to be in the Russian league. He was having racially abused everyone. I mean, listen, it's the ability there for him to be the man to jointly fight or fight Liverpool to another title challenge. Absolutely, thirteen fifty. Four for Milan is a great record. When you consider what's oh, happening yeah. at that club, the mismanagement. And his behaviour, I just, I mean, you might know more than me, but his behaviour since leaving it City, it's fun. just, it's nothing it off the pitch fun. anymore. He's become a man. Well, this is what I keep getting thrown at me. Oh, no, you've, re- you've replaced one lunatic for another. Yeah, all right, but Balotelli's a lunatic in that he puts uh, homeless people in, in the Hilton and that he fucking puts race cart tracks in his house and messes about with fireworks and not that he's being bullied exactly not that he's he's bit anyone or racially abused anyone have every Premier League footballer be like him and I was going to say so I'm saying people oh off the pitch yeah I know but he's not my concern is on the pitch is where you add Suarez you know things weren't going your way Suarez up to his game another 10% yeah when things aren't going Mario Balotelli's way he's going to be walking around um, he's, he's he, very Torres he's very Berbatov and he He's got. He is. I mean, one the one thing I would say is that um, he just didn't get on with Mancini and Mourinho. I was going to say. Does not have, <coughs> Mancini's has a dictator. Skill, but he does not have the emotional depth that Brendan Rodgers clearly has. It's yeah. plainly obvious. Well, they, 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 he's he probably got two of the best penalty takers in the league. Balotelli doesn't miss. Like ever, except when Pepper, except when Pepper is also my boy Pepper. Lambert barely misses either. I know he yeah. missed one pre-season or something, but he rarely misses as well. Gerard's always a, a consistent taker as well. So um, yeah, but hopefully he'll be getting more off the pitch. Against now, Mario Balotelli snatches the ball away from Gerard to take a penalty at some point during the season. I, I think he'd get chinned. I don't think Gerard would stand for that. Hey, Gerard would love it. No, he wouldn't. Um, okay, good um, stuff. Who else have we got to talk about? Samuel Eto'o's gone to Everton. Oh yeah. What a good, what a good little free that is. On free. And, uh, I don't know what his wages are going to be like, but uh, high. You'd Very imagine high. it's not going to be tuppence. But like Everton getting them sorts of players, you know, Everton paying twenty-eight sort of million pounds for some, yeah. You know, Everton have never been, they've always been up there, but it's always been a case yeah, of how now they. No, so now it's like it's it's interesting to see Everton, and I think Bobby Martinez is the man. Absolutely. And I think Bobby Martinez is the future manager of Real Madrid or Barcelona. I, 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 I do rate him that highly. I can see it's just, it's just a shame he's there. Probably not for a few... He's got a long sort of... But equally... Quite, quite yeah, I was gonna say, he's, he's, well. yeah, he's still a young guy. So he's got a lot of years ahead of him. So I think so, but I think he's... I, I think Everton will break the top four in the next five years. Could be this season the way to play at the moment. Yeah, let's not get carried away. Um... They're not defending well. They're not. They haven't. Their start could have been better. Yeah, I was going to say two at Leicester, two, oh, yeah. two at Chelsea. But no, Coleman says he's going to sort it out. So let's see how that goes for the Ev. Shall we talk about uh, Espanol? Not the team, the country. <laughs> the William Kajani. Talk us. How how did it get? You write for some quick plug here. Uh, Sport Pulse. I write for Sport Pulse, um, covering the Liga. Um, it's been. Get off your phone. I was easy to scratch my shin. Um, <laughs> I, no, I genuinely was. Um, it was. The season started routinely enough in terms of results, apart from Atletico. It's good, isn't it? 
Apart from Atletico, that's not going to make money. Apart from Atletico, um, dropping points at Rio Vallecano, some would be worried, but I'd be more um, looking at Manzukic not putting away two chances that maybe Diego Costa would have. And but he needed a wrap of the Super Cup up for them. In like the the... I think it's a very good addition. I, I do think it's a very. I, I do. F- I think it's a good addition, and I do think there's great kind of promise in him. But what might concern me is that at times for Bayern, he was accused of missing a few chances the top guys have put away, and maybe on Monday, you know, there was opportunity to steal a win. But I think they'll contend again for sure. Um, Madrid look a bit lethargic. Yeah, bits out of sorts, but they have so many World Cup players that yeah. I wouldn't be trusting their form until five to six games. Barcelona started great against Elche. It was three; it should have been seven. But you will see what they're actually made of for this year when they go to Villarreal on Saturday. Yeah, and we'll That'll talk about exciting. yeah, we'll talk about the result in um, Champions League qualifying. Bilbao uh, uh, show, showing Napoli, Napoli up a bit. You know, no. it looked. That was Napoli. The only thing it was it was errors by Napoli defensively. The only thing Napoli did was show up their own abysmal back four. Every single no, Bilbao had to not work for any goal they had. No, you. Can't I know, tell. but it was glorious gifts, and I liked to see gifts being packaged, much like Lambert had against Man City on Monday night, which we don't talk, we haven't talked about actually. He should have scored. He should have scored. Yeah, well, that's that, what I meant. The the second <coughs> one where he passed it um, through. Um, with the and the interesting thing with this game was that it was even for the first half. Then Napoli scored, and apparently had a strong start to the second half. And then it all began to unravel. Basically, three. Routine situations. Um, the first be a caller over the head of the two defence backs. Nobody marking um, the man in the box to score. Um, he ta- he he had a he didn't have an open goal, but three shot from sixty yards. Yeah. How many times did he miss those? Um, seconds. The whole back four. The keeper. No communication. The keeper keeps coming. The back four don't stop. Um, the keeper misses it or kicks it against. Um, Bilbao's player um, tapping, then the third was just an offside mix-up. It was just absolutely comical. Didn't deserve to go through. But the one great positive out of this is that, and I'm sure you'll know, Sam Amez has Champions League football, and I'm sure you'll you've you must have seen a game or two there. The atmosphere is beyond. Incredible. It's a beautiful piece of of architecture and atmosphere. You know, it was. Decked in red, there wasn't a person there not wearing red and white stripes, and that's um, nice to see. And it's it, it's going to be beautiful to see in the Champions League. If Liverpool, I'm serious. If Liverpool get them, go. It's going to. It'll, it'll be a gift. Move heaven and earth to go. I'm, I'm dreadfully <laughs> serious, Rory. It was. Huh. You know I love Napoli. And I, there are Except their fans stab others in the ass. I do. Um, it's, it's, and it was so dreadful to see what happened, but you can't defend that badly and tell me you deserve to be in pretty much any competition. No, so, I mean Rafa's going to be striking some heads on that plane journey home. Yeah, it, but it wasn't acceptable. No. Yeah. Um, also, quick points. Um, the Hungarian champions. I can't think of their name. <gasps> their throw. No, that's Ludogorets. that's, that's uh, Ratsgrad. Yes. Oh, I didn't know you knew any. 
Okay. I weren't expecting it's you to know the answer. I bet Rory, I don't know if really. his favourite, and then there's just everyone else. <laughs> Rory, I don't know if you're in the racist position. That book rest is on me. But this was, yeah, the goalkeeper was sent off, and then it went to penalties. And the defender, yeah, the defender. Good save. Took his penalty, and then didn't he save two others? Yeah, but it's their first time in. And it's also Malmo are also back in since, you know, yes. the 70s. Like, that's really... Great. I saw Malmo and I thought Great I was Malmo, going to see, like, Decla Prague as well. I didn't know what I was... I was really, it was nice to see. Great for Malmo. Um, always on the fringes. Unfortunately, they are the four team I'd want to have if you want six points, I think. Yeah. But because there's get, Roma, Monaco, never, and then there's ne- Malmo, never, and uh, what's that Hungarian team called? Ludogorets Raptor. And aren't Bate Borisov back? Yeah. Who showed did Madrid they, up. Uh, Munich up. Munich up. Beat Munich 3 1 in. Um, did, they get, did they get free, did they? I think so. Did they? Wait, who lost to Salzburg? Is that. Because I know that was. Sal- no, no it didn't Malmo beat Salzburg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. let me check. Let me check this. Because I know they, like, they were like winning their first leg. Like, Malmo. Really pulled it out of the bag to win like three 0 yeah. And um, Celtic went out because they weren't. Oh, again, again. Uh, okay. 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 up twice since we recorded our last podcast. It's brilliant. <laughs> I can't tell you how abysmal that was. And the amazing thing was, they were more. They were more abysmal against Legia, but this was more criminal because. In Malmo. They were quite. Not Malmo. No, in Maribor. In Maribor. Slovenia. They had, I don't know if you watched, they had the chances to <laughs> they win. They were quite that game. good, actually. They had the chances to win that game easily. And then, what on earth happened? They just were bad. They disappeared we, from midfield, couldn't defend anything for the lice of I mean, them, uh, we, fun, and then. Oh. We, sorry, with Legion Warsaw, didn't they put their um, ineligible player on with about. Five ten minutes to go when they yes. were pretty much home and dry. Yeah, but the rules are the rules. What is the if you like to follow, um, if you follow anyone, um, England's away support who notoriously don't like Celtic, find, find, find them on Twitter. Find them on Twitter <laughs> and just see all the racist, horrible slurs oh. that represent our country on the road. Just follow them. Just the absolute joy of Celtic going out. It's a bit tragic. Um, so yeah, enjoy that if you've got any spare Twitter time. Does anyone else have anything else to discuss? Uh, not top yet. Quite a little bit of quick fire round of all these mm-hmm. questions. We, we've had a lot of questions. Yeah, I think thank you. Pe- people have put thank, all week always the extra. Thank you for the question. Um, all right, shall we? I'll, I'll have a. I'll quickly do this. Right, there are some gems. Uh, that's what I was laughing at a minute ago. Uh-huh. Um, if my phone wants to work, uh, come on, behave. Uh, right, so we've had the Wiggles should be scrapped. Yes, Dan Monaghan with the. Will there ever be a boy board against Rufasa for a shark? Very good. Uh, Possibly. Will, from Moscow Yabas, will sliding tackles eventually be a thing of the past? I'll tell you what, Will... Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Will sliding... I'll tell you what, we've seen examples of this becoming a no-contact sport, which I know people are getting scared of, but they could... One it day. could be, it could be to that point, you know, as soon as a player hits the ground now, it's getting very, you know, a ref's got to have a sharp eye, so one day, I think, hopefully it doesn't go in that direction, and we see more lenient refs who let the games play um, a bit more, and I, I think we've sort of seen that at the start of the Premier League season, I blame Howard Webb for everything, carry on. He's, he's not even in the game anymore. I, exactly, so it was um, his negative right, influence. Next question, uh, I'm going to name this at you, Will. Will. 
Will, will the quick free kick be eradicated now the bashing spray has been introduced? You know what? The, I don't see the space for it anymore. Um, I'm talking about quick free kicks in the opposing third of the pitch. You're the furthest third of the yeah. pitch. I don't think... I think that's what it means. Yeah, not was, um, they're in their own blood was it guards. Thierry on Rearway at Villa? Or Perez? Was it? Ah, yes. Was it I, one of the I two? Know you're talking about... Um, not that horrible penalty. Good, thank God. Um, at Hybrid. Yes, now I remember what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Um, <coughs> listen, as long as, as long as they keep going as they have now, yeah, it is going to be a thing in the past because you're going to have to alert the other team to what you're doing, but there's no space for that because everybody's got to... But I'm glad to see that people are being 10 yards back and this, that and the other and the ball's not being moved. But they're finally behaving themselves. Vanishing spray, you know, there's no debate with vanishing spray, I don't think, because goal like line technology... I don't like that. I like it. Uh, no, it's just, it's just, no, it's just cringer. Kids um, can get involved, you know. No, it's Bundy, just, it's like, got, it's just some Everton it is. You can cheer exactly. Alright, so next question. Well, it's not a question, it's just Hope Solo Wink Face. Uh, it's not no, a question, you missed but we have to approve. This question, which I'm going to answer. Oh, oh yeah, um, sorry. If Nick you were on a deserted island, you had to have one footballer there to eat, who would it be? Philippe Max says. Next question. Um... Okay. I, bet, I think Stephen Naismith would be salty, so I'd have him. <laughs> Actually, if I'm on a desert island, <laughs> seawater will make me thirsty. Actually, Anderson will be very rich in flavour. I couldn't... Uh, Anderson would be rich in flavour. Anderson would be rich in flavour. Anderson would be twice the size of anyone. <laughs> um, no, as why... you had for a feast. Oh, good lord. Him and, did you watch... Um, Luton, Luton versus Wimbledon. It was yes. uh, is it Phil McNaught? No, that's the football writer, isn't it? Steve McNaughty. I was going to that sound. He's not Scottish at all. Um, yeah, Steve McNaughty and Adebayoak and Fenwa, the two largest players in professional football, collided. It was brilliant. Uh, right, anyway, going on a bit of a tangent. Why Van Howe is playing... With three five two formation. We've answered that really earlier. I think if you listen earlier, yeah, listen back, can... rewind two feet. Two feet are in. I hope I pronounced it right. David Cooper, what's the biggest thing you've seen? <laughs> um, <laughs> my own penis. Lad, <laughs> I want to sign you up. Um, what's the biggest thing you've ever seen? Oh, hang on, mate. William Kajani's father's backhand. <laughs> the, um, that's a really good question. That's a big <laughs> thing. <laughs> well. Um, there is that, and but I'm going to go for a less painful answer. I've been to New York. And oh, I was I, I, say, yeah, most buildings. You know what? New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's, that's my sensible answer. I was going to say the sky in all its vastness. <laughs> but hey, uh, thanks for that, David Cooper. John Dolby, Lamps or Stevie G? Stevie G. Um, peak form. Just say Stevie G. Stevie G. Thank you. Um... Consistency in career lamps. I just I can't. I, I just can't yeah. find. Yeah, Steve Jobs, but for the consistency, you can't. Can I just say, world. not much at all is separating. Yeah, yeah there's not a great deal. This is not. Them. This is not. I mean, I'm sure you disagree, but oh, of course I do. Carry on. Uh, Paul Ackman, how thick is wall? How thick is wall? Do you mean like a brick wall? Do you mean like um, Chelsea's defence? Like what? Like the, this. The, that wall there I mean, um, that's, that's pretty thick I mean, that's, that's pretty sturdy uh, mortar there you uh, run his first into okay, it ok uh, very is your answer there uh, Stu Siddons what's your perfect Sunday that is a hot fuzz reference I fucking <laughs> love that perfect Sunday uh, um, 
behind a pillar of the main stand at Anfield like I was the other day um, and then a quick masturbate on the way <laughs> and you know boots meal deal chips and gravy behind the cop the boots. spine cop you know boots uh, meal deal uh, can, can we make these up is it our lives as it is now just just your perfect Sunday, what would it be? If you could wake up and you could have a perfect Sunday, how would you go about it? Kajani violently masturbating <laughs> for 12 hours. <laughs> like chains and everything. Um, right, first of all, in this thing, I have a wife, right? Oh. Um, wake up, breakfast in bed, there's some pillow talk. Then um, I go and use shower, <laughs> shower and things. Um, she's an Apple fan, not an Arsenal fan. She stabs you in the arse. <laughs> playfully, in the kitchen. How is that playful? <laughs> Your children clean the blood up from the sink. Um, the kids are excited to watch the games there. There's three games on today. Oh, is it a 12-2-4 and four scenario? 12-2-4 and four scenario. Um, Napoli go play, they win at Torino. Then Arsenal win their big clash with Chelsea, finally for once. We're all happy. We're all drinking. Um, kids are having kickable outside. <laughs> Your stitches have come undone. <laughs> stitches come undone. Wife those are put to, put four pieces in the oven. We all sit. Four pieces. Oh, she, she is an apple hey, fan. There's, there's two kids to feed. <laughs> That's right? true. They don't get any. Because um, <laughs> you're mine. Yeah, all right. Come on, move on. Um, have we got more questions after this? We've got loads. We're getting, this, loads. Just, this is supposed to be a quick fire thing. Right. Just, just quickly, and the kids are supporting. Um, it's Liverpool, let's say. So we watch the Liverpool game. They win. Good. Um, right, next question. Paul Noonan, is Angel Di Maria the ugliest football to, footballer to play for Manchester United? Luke Chadwick. Oh, good thinking. Um, the only thing I can think he of does, is... He's got Slumdog Millionaire. Tevez, yeah. But um, they're, they're all beautiful on the inside, Paul. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, Kit Hutchison. If Ashley Young or Gareth Bell become pundits in the future, will they criticise players that dive? Like, um, well, I would or stick up for them in certain cases? Well, I would have killed myself by then, so I don't if know. If Ashley Young wow. becomes a pundit, I don't want to watch football anymore. I was going to say, well, we've got Paul Jewell on a sort of the Soccer Saturday B oh team. So it can it get any worse? Or on Soccer Saturday. That's oh, true. Paul, Paul, Paul Merson racks up in ad breaks. Carry on. Uh, Brian Powell, think about this one, man. This is deep. Real deep. Are police horses getting easier to punch? <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly yes. Yes, yes. I, I, you know. on, when I went to Plymouth, they let me pet them and that. Oh, like, good. So they'll, they'll let you pet them and get. I was going to say, you know, you get a bit of aggressive petting and then you're giving it a left hook. Are, are they getting used to punch? Yeah, I mean they're just not as vicious and as large as mobiles they used to be. Oh. We need we need Arabian police horses. You wouldn't punch an Arabian horse. No, they would kill you. Yeah. Uh, Paul Noonan again. This is quite a lengthy question. How much more exciting the Europa League will be this year, considering the winner gets a Champions League spot? Teams like Spurs, Fiorentina, Everton, and Wolfsburg could possibly have a better chance oh. to qualify through this and league position. Thursday I, night's my night off from football, so I won't benefit from this. I will benefit hugely from this. Uh, we, we have we, this, but we, we have we, this. Com- there's always quality in the Europa League, but then they never take it seriously. Yeah, they will now. You know what? That's, hope, sir. that's what I like about us being at the liquor. <coughs> I've literally nothing to do. Midweek, <laughs> 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 it's just going to be me sitting watching like, all these great three, teams that you don't have to I worry don't about. I don't even want to watch. Just watch your senders or something. At the same three stores you work hard. There's a thing called the fire or any other supermarket. Go there, 
pick yourself up some nice quality ingredients, make yourself a nice meal, drag some good wine out and just eat and get drunk and it'll be great. Very and it could be your night. Damn, your night. Damn time. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> um, Brian Power, this is actually a question to uh, William, what's your podcast called? Is it available on iTunes? I cleared this up, but just to say, we're oh, not on iTunes. This is just to plug the fucking podcast. It's on SoundCloud, and you can download it at Podbean. Um, sorry, we're not on iTunes. Um, Isn't it because of the legwork? It's just too much. It's too, I don't like iTunes rules, and you've got to have this, that, and the other. And we don't have the we don't have the technical now, basically. So um, pretty much, yeah. So sorry, but you know, feel free to stream it or don't. Uh, will Paul Noonan ever be able to spell correctly? His some of his questions were riddled with spelling inaccuracies. Well, you know, at least he's trying his um, best. That's all we can ask. I think that's. Does Christian Kewin have Mark a Evans? Hey, just, a qu- Christian just a quick point. Mark that? Mark Evans. I really like the Villa fan. Uh, none of us do. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. He's not here today. <laughs> he's better. He's, do- he's doing a. He's doing some backhanded work, which I don't think. I think that's gashing hand. I think it's cashing hand. So if you know Ollie, you're gashing hand. <laughs> if you know Ollie Manton, you know. No, we'll have none of that. Thank you. Please put it through the tax system. Mm. Um, shall we wrap it up there? I'm going to wrap it up there. I've been Rory Bond. Um, Thank you for listening to this um, podcast. I've had William Kajani. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And I've had Dan Burnett. This has been absolutely terrific. Hopefully we'll be back next... Top, top. (laughs) Hopefully we'll uh, be back next Tuesday talking the Champions League draw. Um, Which we are not in. That's true. (laughs) Man United aren't in, so don't worry about that. Um, Thank you for listening. Ta-da!